Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Please calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 224 at 109 South Lorena Street. 109 South Lorena. Investigate the trouble. That's all. Rolls and quiz.
June moon shone down on Los Angeles. Here and there, sinister shadows blotted out beauty and made perfect cover for hideous things, for creeping beasts of prey. Outside a house on a silent street, a slinking figure slipped from the shadows. Cautiously, the figure crept toward a window of the house. Blunt, broad hands opened the flimsy screen. And with effortless strength, pushed up the sash. Broad palms rested on the sill for a moment. Then, with ape-like agility, the man lifted himself into the room. The noise made by the ghostly form was slight but enough to awaken a sleeping child restlessly tossing beside her mother. The child sat up in bed, gazed fearfully about. Then her gaze became fixed in horrified fascination on the open door. Through that door, across the creaking floor, a man moved stealthily, purposefully, toward the bed stricken child watched for an eternal moment before a scream broke the stillness of the night. Mama! Mama! There's a man in the room! Mama! Oh, come see Mama! 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 Outside the home of Maria Gonzalez, the June moon still poured its silver light over the sleeping city. Along the sidewalk came Manuel Odea, homeward bound from work. Across the stillness of the bright night came a sound that chilled his blood. Please don't, please. And Dea paused, listened, strained his eyes toward the house from which the sounds had come. Only the flickering shadows beneath the shuddering palm trees and the faint whisper of their fronds told him that life was here. He wondered if he should investigate. He shrugged and passed on. Thus, Manuel Ortega passed by death. In the home of Carmen Ortega, nearby, the voice of Maria Gonzalez was heard saying, What do you want? Go away! Leave the bedroom! Maria is having trouble with one of her boyfriends, I guess. So, Carmen Ortega went back to sleep. And once more, quiet reigned on the moon-drenched street. From the Gonzales' home, a stealthy figure crept noiselessly out of the door and disappeared. An hour and a half later, the measured clop, clop of horses' hoofs broke the stillness of the night. A milkman, making his matutinal rounds, paused at 109 and gazed at an open door. Hmm. That's funny. I wonder if one of Maria's boyfriends left in a hurry. Looks like a man's hat laying on the porch. Funny she'd leave the door open all night. Anyway, none of my business. Guess she wants a couple of pints as usual. Once again, the stillness of early morning descended on Lorena Street. And in the Gonzales' home, it was also quiet. The quietness of death. Hours go by. Then at the home of Aligo Ortega, a feeble knock is heard at the door. 
What was that? Amigo, get up. Huh? Somebody's knocking on the door. Huh? What? Who is it? Well, how should I know? Get up. Go and see. Oh, look out the window and see who it is. Ay, you are a lazy dog. Get up. I don't want to see anybody this time of the morning. Amigo, it's Conchita. Conchita? What's she want? And she's all covered with blood. What? Well, open the door. Bring her in. Oh, there must be something wrong. Of course there's something wrong. Don't stand there staring at her. Open the door. <gasps> Madre de Dios. What has happened? Aligo, look. Oh, Cochita, what is it, Nina? What... Mama, the man beat us. Come help. Mama, she won't get up. There's something tied around her neck. She won't talk to me. Aligo, run quickly. See what it is. Mama see, won't see. talk to me. You Maligo. 
see. There's another fellow named Mike. Maria used to see him a lot. Mike? Mike who? Uh, Mike Rondo. I think his name is. They had a quarrel about something and he went away. Oh, well, just because a guy has a quarrel with a woman is no sign he killed her. Oh, maybe not. Just the same, he didn't like Maria. He said once he would kill her. You see, Maria, Maria, she was a hellcat. She got <laughs> mad when Mike left. She told the police that Mike had a steal on his ranch and they raided him. Oh. That's when he said he'd kill her. Well, Troy, that's two of our suspects. Yeah. Ortega, I don't suppose you know where this Mike is. He has a ranch out close to Ontario. You can find him. You find a fellow named Jesus. He might have done this. Yes, he might. But with half the colony named Jesus, how are we going to find the right one? Well, this one, he works in a clothing store near First and Main. You can find oh, him. Oh, that makes a difference. I know. He tried to give Conchita a nickel. Oh. You uh, think he might have done this? Well, he's the sort who would do it. I chased him away from my own little girl once. Maria ran him off once, too. Well, so far, this bird seems like our most logical suspect, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. We'll have to question the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't any of you hear anything last night that might have sounded suspicious? Well, me, I hear Maria say, go away, leave us alone. <laughs> I thought maybe she was having another fight with her boyfriend. I didn't pay no attention. Manuel Odea, his newsboy, oh. he heard some screams, too. Well, he didn't go in. And the milkman, he tell me he see the door open early this morning when he delivered the milk, and there was a brown hat on the porch. Well, did he go in? No. He said he didn't think it was any of his business. Oh, I see. Well, what became of the hat? Uh, who knows? With so many people coming in and hey, out. Did you hear anybody else say anything about hearing or seeing anything wrong around the Gonzalez place? No. Except the, the woman who lives next door to Maria... She said she saw Jose Mayen over there last night. Oh, who's he? Oh, he's a, he's a friend of Maria's. He works on a hospital there, building over close to Pasadena somewhere, you know. Yes, yes, but where does he live? Oh, oh over on uh, Garrity Street, I think. Oh. And uh, does this woman see anybody else? Uh, she says there was a gray-haired man there about 8 o'clock. Had plenty of visitors last night anyway. Did she know this man? No. Uh, well, Doris... That makes five suspects accounted for. Meanwhile, Lieutenant Condaffer and Revis, other members of the homicide squad, were endeavoring to ascertain additional facts from little Conchita. Back at headquarters, Condaffer conferred with Romero and Torres. Revis and I tried talking to the child, but it wasn't any use. She's anxious most of the time and delirious the rest of it. Oh, the poor thing. Will she live? The doctors just think she may. Part of the time she says something about her stepfather, Benny, you know. And sometimes she mentions Alfredo. Who's Alfredo? Well, we checked up with some of the neighbors and found out that an Alfredo Lejeune is a brother-in-law of Maria. We've sent for him. He's outside now. Want to look him over? Yeah. Let's take him down to 47 and talk to him. Okay. Come on, Lejeune. In here, Alfredo. You know Lieutenant Romero, Alfredo? Uh, uh, no, senor. He's handling the Gonzalez case. He and Torres here. Uh, si, senor. Alfredo, tell me something. Why should Conchita say she heard your voice last night? I, I don't know. Well, I, where were you all night? I was at home, senor. I can prove it. Did you kill Maria Gonzalez? Dios mío, no, senor. I could not do that. Any idea who would want her killed? No, senor. 
You think Benny Gonzalez might have done that? Oh, no, senor. Benny stayed at my house for a long time after he left Maria. He's been gone almost a year now. Uh, you know where he is? Oh, no, senor. But he might be in town, huh? Well, he might be. I, I do not think so, though. No? Why not? I don't know why, senor, but I do know Benny would not do a thing like this. Well, that's a great help. Do you know Mike Lando? Oh, oh, si, senor. He lives on a ranch close to Ontario. Oh, you know where it is? No, senor. Don Never. Has Gaskell taken this fellow's prints? Yeah, ought to be here now. Senor, I've told you all I know about this. I did not kill Maria. Well, we'll soon see about that. Oh. Hello, Romero. How are you, Torres? Well, well, what'd you find? No soup. This isn't the man. Uh, I'm getting tired of it. You're this. getting tired of it. I'm doing all the work. All right, all right. Forget it, forget it, forget it. Ah, oh, dear. Come on, Al. Let's take a run out to Ontario and talk to this Londo guy. Uh, who's Londo? Londo? <laughs> He's number three on our hit parade of suspects. He'll bring him in and let you take a look at him. Gonzalez case. Yes, I know. I heard about it this morning. What time this morning? 
About 8 o'clock. You're sure it wasn't about 1.30 this morning? Yes, sir, I'm sure. When did you see Maria Gonzalez last? About 11.15 last night. What's that? About 11.15. I was there from 8 to about that time. Did you see Conchita during that time? Yes, I, I gave her 20 cents to buy candy with. She came back after buying the candy, and we sat around and played a while before she went to bed. I sat around until about 11.15 and left. Mm-hmm. Was anybody else there during that time? Uh, Ramon Rafael was there. Who's he? Oh, he's connected with one of the welfare agencies over on the east side. He was there to talk to Maria. She's been having a pretty tough time to make ends meet since Benny left. Oh. Say, is this guy an older man, sort of gray? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, when did he get there? Oh, about a half hour after I did. And when did he leave? About an hour later. Did you get those scratches on your face when Maria was choked to death? Of course not. I wasn't there. I got these from a tree I ran into out on the job where I work. All right. Incidentally, Eddie, I checked on that candy story with Jive. Oh, oh what'd you find, Gaston? Same thing in both cases. Wrong man. Ah, oh, nuts. Thus were eliminated four of the five possible suspects, but a new man had entered the case in the person of the welfare worker. Subsequent check of this man's handprints, however, left no doubt as to his innocence. So far, the police had been unable to locate the woman's husband, and evidence available pointed less and less toward him. Two weeks slipped by, but no further evidence was unearthed. Then, early in July, the telephone rang in the homicide detail. Homicide Romero speaking. I won't tell you my name, so don't waste time asking. Huh? But I think I have some information about that Gonzalez. You have? What is it? I know a young man who knows a woman who had been in the vicinity of the crime where it was committed. Well, so what? If you want to send somebody down here to talk to me, I'll have the girl come here and give you the information. Want to take down the address? 9000 Main Street. I understand you told this woman who phoned me that uh, you had some information on this case. Well, I don't know where it's worth anything, but the man I do watch for, he came to my house the night Maria was killed. Who was he? Oh, I don't know his name, but he's a section hand on the railroad. Well, that makes it simple. And what happened to make you suspicious? Well, this man, he used to come at night and bring his clothes. And then I'd wash them for him, and he'd come back later and get yes, them. Yes, 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 but the night of the killing, what happened then? Oh, I'm coming to that. This man, he came in that night, and he'd been drinking. Oh, he was awfully drunk. This fellow, his, his first name's Miguel. I, I don't know the last name. Well, Miguel came in and sat around until almost midnight. I tried to get him to leave, but he wouldn't do that. Oh, finally, I got him up. Then I went to bed. I don't know how long I'd been asleep, but something woke me up. It was somebody calling on the door. Come in here. That's what you think. Lock the door. Hey, what's the matter with Lock you? Lock the door. Oh, you're still drunk. Why don't you go on home and sleep it off? I'm not drunk. Get me a drink. Say, don't you order me around like that. I say, get me a drink. All right, all right. You have to yell about it. He had a wild, excited look in his eye. 
Murray's afraid of him. How long did he stay there? Oh, about an hour. And how was he dressed? He had on a blue suit, I think. Blue suit? See any blood on it? No, senor. Did he have a hat? Well, he, he did when he left for the first time, but he didn't when he come back. Did you notice what kind of a hat it was? Well, it was a brown felt hat, I think. Brown felt. What did this man look like? Well, he was very dark, and, and he had deep, small pot marks on his face. Well, maybe he's worth questioning. We'll try to find him. If he comes back, be sure and call us. See, si, senor, I will. Tirelessly, the officers began a systematic check of all railroad employees near Los Angeles. Thousands of names were poured over, but none carried the initial name of Miguel. At last, in the offices of the Pacific Electric Railway, their search ended. According to records, the man they sought worked in Culver City. Boy, what a job that was, checking all those cards to find a Miguel. Say, what's that last name again? Olivaria. Miguel Olivaria. Well, if this turns out to be another of Gaskell's wrong man cases, I'm going to resign from the department. Hey, what does it say on that card there? Uh, Section House 17, Culver City. 17, huh? Oh, this ought to be the place right here. Yeah, looks like the crews are just finishing work. Yeah, lucky for us, too. Hey, you. Uh, you. Yeah. You uh, know Miguel Olivaria? Miguel Olivaria? Yeah. We'd like to talk to you a minute. Any place we can go where it's private around here? Yeah. In the tool house here. Okay. Let's go. You change clothes in here? Yeah. What you want to see me about? Ever know anybody named Gonzalez? Never heard of her. I didn't say anything about a her. Oh. Oh, I thought you did. Is this your suit, Olivaria? This blue one? Yeah. What are these spots on it? What's it to you? We might as well tell you, Miguel. We're police officers. We're investigating a murder. Murder? Yeah, a murder, and we think you did it. No, I never killed nobody. Who are you on the night Maria Gonzalez was killed? I don't know the Maria Gonzalez. Oh, yes, you do. She was strangled to death on the night of June 14th. Why did you do it? I didn't, I didn't kill her. Where's your hat, Miguel? Over there on the nail. No, I mean the brown one. I lost it about a month ago. Come on, get your stuff. We're taking you to headquarters. <laughs> Gaskell to come in here, will you? Sure. What are you going to do with me? Keep you in jail till you're tried for the murder of Maria Gonzalez. You can't do that. Why not? I didn't kill nobody, I tell you. We'll find out about that. Yeah, other suspects, any? Yeah, and I'll stake my buzzer on this one. I had Pinker run a test on that suit of Miguel's. Those spots are human blood. Huh? I thought so. Well, let's get his paws inked and see what they show. Put your palm down on that pad, Olivaria. Well, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now on this card. No. Like that. Huh. Take a look at this. Well? Well, Eddie? Well, what? I'm afraid your hunt's over. You've got your man. The prints compare perfect. No, you can't do this to me. I didn't kill her. I didn't climb through that window and kill her. What? I didn't... what did you say? I didn't climb through that window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so too, Miguel. Nice work, Miguel. I didn't do anything, did I? I wouldn't have been so sure, Olivaria, if you hadn't pulled that crack about the window. You see, we purposely failed to mention that point. That little slip of the tongue will probably break your neck. In just a moment, Chief Davis will conclude our story. A 
course, you're not pursuing criminals or driving to fires, but the police car qualities of Rio Grande Cracks include not only quicker starting, smoother acceleration, and the maximum speed of which your car is capable, but greater reserve power for steep grades and lower cost per mile operation, whether you drive like the wind or cruise along at a snail's pace. The next time you need gasoline, wheel into the nearest red and white Rio Grande station for a tank full of Rio Grande Cracks. The gasoline that makes your motor equal to any emergency. The gasoline that lightens the load on your motor and your pocketbook. Rio Grande Crack. Chief Davis, we took the case of Miguel Oliverio to court with a damning palm print and the theory that he had killed Maria Gonzalez in a drunken, lustful frenzy. A jury agreed with us, and Judge William S. Baird sentenced Oliveria to life imprisonment with an additional sentence of 50 years for his brutal attack on Little Conchita. The six palm prints solved our case. Thank you, Chief Davis. Calling all cars, attention all cars, cancellation broadcast 224. Suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. Rolls and quiz. Frederick Lindsley bidding you good night for Rio Grande.